0: Welcome to Time to Write. I'm Emily Robertson. And I'm Amy Kelly. We are professional writers and critique partners.
1: We've worked in traditional and independent publishing, podcasting, and social media marketing.
0: Including my novel, Lifestyles of Gods and Monsters, published by a Big Five publisher.
1: My long-running podcast, In the Middle of It and Accomplished Authors, my business helping authors create an inspiring online presence. We
0: are here to share our creative journeys and encourage you on yours.
1: From the writing process to promoting your work and all of the messy in between,
0: we're here to remind you that your story matters and it's worth sharing with the world. Okay,
1: it's It's time time to to write. write. Welcome back to Time to Write. I'm Amy Kelly and this is my friend Emily. So we're so excited to be with you guys today. So the first thing we're going to start with is our high low like normal. So I would say for me this week, my high has been um, First, that my oldest is home for a couple of weeks in between spring and summer semesters of school, which is super fun. And I love the energy of having my kiddos in the house. So that's been great. And then the other thing that um, was a high this week was that my husband and I went to the Cure concert here in the Dallas area, which is one of our favorite bands from when we were in college together. And um it was so fun. And part of the reason it was fun is last month we had gone to the Taylor Swift concert right? and just people watching at both of those and laughing at how different the, the crowds are. So one, you have girls in sparkly stuff and maybe like, you know, 1% of the people were male. And, so, and then you have The Cure with Robert Smith, who Bless his heart, as we say in the south, he is not aged super well, and so that added to like the whole sea of black and you know black lipstick eyeliner. and then eyeliner and just and and the fact that the crowd was most definitely in our age, you know our age demographic, which was super fun. So, um, so yeah, it was just. It was great. I totally love that. It was totally great. And um, oh, and then a writing high. Um, and I know I talked about it the last time we recorded, which is um I did go through my aha scene and I have kind of gone through each character and identified like what they go into it believing and why they believe it and what their goal is and what they think is gonna happen. So I have all that set up. So that's I've got the infrastructure there so that I can write it this week. So I'm super excited. And then my low would be, I would say just, um, yeah, I haven't thought of one, you know, I think I should probably talk to my counselor about the fact that I often don't have lows because I know it's not because I don't have lows. It's just that part of me that like, is the seven in the anagram like, that's relentlessly like,
0: positivity? <laughs>
1: relentless positivity. So I would say, um, actually, you know what I would say, and again, this is releasing way after we've recorded it. So Mother's Day was this weekend, and I felt horrible. So I think at the concert that we were at, it was um an outdoor. Event place. And so I just think my allergies and all that, like I just had a total sinus thing. So thankfully it was Mother's Day. And so I just hung out in my jammies pretty much the whole day. So anyway. Perfect.
0: Yeah. Um, and my high is that um, my oldest kid is home from college, which is very exciting. Oh, yay! yay. Yay. Uh, I would say my low is actually that all of his crap is sitting right inside the front door because <laughs> it hasn't made it out of the, it's just all, we're all just walking around it. So there's a bit of a. I can remember coming home from college
1: and I know. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's something so my daughter is in school in California so they're on the quarter system. She won't be home till close to the end of June, but we've already I've already started kind of um dropping little drips into our conversation of what are our expectations and what is that going to look like. Yeah. So you know, cause my mom always described it as, you know, that first summer you come home from college is like putting toothpaste back in the tube. In the tube. <laughs> yeah. yeah. which she so. just can't. So yeah. where do you, where do you, it's going to be, it's going to be a challenge. We all know it. So just yeah. figuring out how to navigate. So yeah.
0: that's going to be a challenge.
1: Oh, yeah. While being super excited yes. that they're yes. home. Like it's that right. whole both and, both thing. and, both and. and. Um.
0: Okay. So today we're going to talk about
1: your story. Starting- uh, yeah. Author marketing. We're going to talk about what the goal is because as authors, it can be easy to get kind of roped into thinking that it's about selling books. And while it is, it also isn't. So, so yeah. So it's really not all about the sales. And it really can't be because that's something that's really hard to measure. Like, how do you measure if your social media is impacting your sales?
0: Well, and, and also what if you're, uh, still in the emerging writer category and you don't even have anything to sell. To sell yet? Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, exactly. So I think there is a, there is, you know, a correlation of how much time and effort have I put in? How many book sales do I have? But I think it's not always going to be a, correlated as far as, you know, I've sold a, a ton of books and it's because I was on social media. So I, I feel like as authors, we really have to make our goal something else. Else. Yeah. Right.
0: Well, and this is also partially, um, we mentioned Susan Denner uh, several years ago, oh, not several years ago. We haven't been doing it that long. Several <laughs> episodes ago uh, when we were talking about the
1: um magical, magical cookies. cookies. Yeah.
0: Um, but she recently put, if you haven't read her Substack as an author, you totally should. It's really, really good. But she had a post about um what happened when her first three books came out and did not do nearly as well as expected and her journey of really separating her individual value from how many books she sells, Mm -hmm. um, and her value as an author from how many books she sells, because it's so far beyond something we can control. Like, even if you're an indie author, it's beyond what you can control. And certainly if you're a traditionally published author, it's out of your control. So we just wanted to talk about some ways to um, measure individual success, that aren't just about selling books.
1: Um, Right. Right. Well, and a couple of episodes back, we talked about the call to connection. And I think if there's one word that I would use to cover author marketing, it would be that it would be connection. And with our social media, that's exactly what we're trying to, you know, curate is, Connection with our readers, connection with people who maybe haven't heard of us, connection with the people who have seen our stuff but haven't bought a book yet, people who have bought a book, our books and are super loyal and talk to us, talk to all their friends about our work and you know that kind of thing. So which are all kind of different areas. And, and so really looking at if sales is not really a realistic or even scientifically super measurable goal, then what is that useful or really that useful then, then what is, then what is, so what would you say? Um,
0: so I feel like this, this is just super important to me because, um, one of the things that one of the traps you'll get in if you're ever traditionally published is, um, there's a real push to really push for pre orders and before your book comes out, you're pushing for pre orders, you're pushing for reviews, you're pushing for, um, because pre orders are all those sales hit one on one day. So if you are going to make a bestseller list, if you're a new author, it's probably going to be that first week when all the pre orders you did hit. But the biggest thing that I would say for us as emerging authors is like, that is an absolute trap to put your energy into because a lot of people that have that happen, they have the full force of advertising, which we're not doing. And, you know, uh, all these other things that we don't really have access to. And so really to understand that what we're doing here is building our sort of loyal, people that are really interested in what we have to say. So this really isn't about trying to drive a bestseller list or, and and in fact, that's super rare that that happens via social media, but people can build a really solid career as an author using social media. So Mm -hmm. what we're going to talk about is some of the things you can measure that will help tell you, are you doing things that are connecting with your audience? Are you doing things that are growing your community? Um, Amy and I are both mostly active. I'm mostly active on TikTok and a little bit on Instagram. Amy's I'm mostly, mostly active, active, on active on Instagram. Insta, yeah. People that are on Facebook, that is a whole other thing that neither of us are very active on. And there are other, there yeah. are a lot of indie authors who built Facebook communities and had really great success with that. Um,
1: that's- well, and I I think this is an example of knowing where your audience is hanging out, knowing mm-hmm. where your ideal reader is hanging out, and right. for a lot of people, it is on on Facebook. So
0: right, and so yeah. um, but <clears throat> it doesn't, but but that that is a bit of a digression because it doesn't lose even whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, using your newsletter, Substack you know, all the medium, all these other places you could be, YouTube, the real thing is what you're trying to measure is, are you connecting with your audience? Are Yes. You, are you growing it? Are you, well, actually, Amy can really talk about this because with her business, Accomplished uh-huh. Authors, uh-huh. this is literally what she helps people do. So I'm going to hand this part over to Amy. Okay. Like so what you're trying to, what you're.
1: Yeah. The goal, the goal. The of, goal. of, of yeah, Right. And so I would say, especially in the beginning, you are not looking for just trying to get as many followers as you can. You are looking for engagement. And so, um, and I I say this to a lot of people, I would rather have 100 followers who interact with me 50% of the time than 10,000 who only interact, you know, maybe 1% of the time or whatever. It's not so much about quantity as it is quality. So we're really looking at the quality of engagement. And you're really looking for people who are um liking your stuff, commenting on your stuff, sharing your stuff, saving your stuff. So in some way interacting with you and your content. You're looking for people who DM you questions and um want to connect that way. So and then you're also um because I know this is something M, you and I have talked about a lot, you're trying to move them from whatever platform you're using to your own email list. Because the issue is when they're your Instagram followers, they're actually Instagram's followers, right? not yours. And if they change the algorithm or something happens, like the platform explodes and goes down. Right. Um, Which has
0: totally happened to me with my Twitter. I had a very nice yeah. Twitter platform space, lots of friends. I mean, lots of people I really interacted with and it's just gone. So
1: she gone. Which is yeah. A bummer. Yeah. So you really want to have a, a, a good email list that you've, you've put together. So that's something we'll talk about in a whole nother episode, right? But, because that's an important and important part of, of what we're doing as authors, but, but yeah, really looking at things that you can measure on the platform that you're on that shows, how engaged your audience is, right?
0: Um, and that, and, and and it's weird because you can you can't always see it, right? You're like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: someone saved my thing. Why? You don't necessarily know why, mm-hmm. but just the fact that they saved it, that just gives you another piece of information. And mm-hmm. let's say you're listening to this episode right now, and you're saying. No one has ever you know, yeah. commented on my stuff. No one has ever saved something I made. No one has ever shared it. Okay. Well, again, just the way we always talk about, take a deep breath, take a second. You can bring a quality of discernment to the step you've made. And you can ask yourself, is there is there a reason why? Because sometimes- it's a really small reason. And this here's an example that I recently came across, which is, and we talked about this a little on the call to call to connection episode, but a little bit sometimes all it is is you're high, I'm whatever, I'm a author. Nobody's watching it. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a video
1: that, Well, and you yeah. You have to tell them how to interact with it. So that's one thing. But then the other thing is, if you really picture social media as a room that you're walking into, like a party where you don't know anybody and you walk into the party and you stand in the middle of the room and you're waiting for people to come talk to you, nobody is gonna come talk to you necessarily, right? Like you have to start the conversation. And so what that means is, It's not only about your content, it's about finding your people, following them, engaging with their content as well, which may sound a little overwhelming. My rule of thumb, though, to try to make it a little easier is I try to hit three, three, three. Like, so three new people to follow, three new things to comment on like you're, you're going back and commenting and then saving three things, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you do that, you're, you know, you're reaching out to other people, you're teaching the algorithm, the kind of things that you like to look at and, um, the kind of, you know, content that you want them to put in front of you and you're growing your audience. Right. Right.
0: And so as you're looking at growth, the other pieces I would say, and this is actually when we get into, um, Actually, I'll save this for when we get into our
1: yeah, talking
0: up. about more practical stuff. So so um, I would say the biggest mindset to bring to this is patience. You're mm. playing a long game. We are building an author career. Like mm-hmm. if you're listening to Time to Write, I'm going to say odds are that you are someone who has been writing for a while, thinks about writing, likes writing doesn't have any plans to quit writing, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're not, um, this is not the, I know how to have you make a million dollars with one thing and then you can go off and sit in uh-huh. your chair. And, because like, <laughs> if I was on a Caribbean Island, I can I tell would, you what I would be doing. I would be writing. Writing. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I just, this is just the thing I've had to accept about myself. And I know Amy Kelly is just the same. And I suspect that many of you are the same.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now not posting on social media. <laughs> I don't know that yeah. i will be doing that, but we'll see if I, when I'm on my private island, I, I'll talk about Yeah. That. But yeah. so you're playing the long game. You, you can have, if you have 50 followers right now and you interact with five authors that you admire and, and they, you know, and people started commenting on your stuff. Amazing. You are walking on the journey. You're here, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. Mm -hmm. So what are some practical steps once we've adopted that mindset?
1: So I would say that you really need to think about what you can identify. That's not book sales that you want to hone in on and focus on. So I, I wouldn't say that you're going to, that list that we, I just kind of reeled off like comments, shares, you know, reviews from people, you know, you're not going to do all of them, focus in on one and really try to, um, to make it grow. Right. So whatever that looks like. And I would also say, um, and, as part of that three, three, three list, one of the things that I would do to interact with other people's content, I'm just kind of circling back really quick. Cause I wanted to make sure to mention this is to share other people's stuff. So you can take mm-hmm. their post and share it in your stories and tag them and, um, and interact with them that way. Um, tag them in the post where you're talking about them on my, um, Amy, Kelly, the ish girl, Instagram, um, the quotes that I do from young adult books. I always tag the author and the publisher. Right. And um, several times the author has reached out and we've had a great conversation, which has been super fun. So so definitely you're you're not just like putting your stuff out there and waiting on people. Right. You are interacting and you're the life right. of the party, right?
0: Well, and also you're every everything- social media is not that old people, every single person that you are interacting with on some level, unless they were like a, you know, influencer as a toddler, but the rest of us (laughs) can remember when we started. So when you're commenting, don't be weird. Don't be weird. I'm sorry. That is really important.
1: Don't be weird. (laughs) Okay. Wait, give us an example. What is weird? What would be weird? Uh, No,
0: like. Oh my gosh, I'm just a poor lowly aspiring author. Thank you so much for interacting with my oh, Yeah. No, 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 no. We're we're all well,
1: Yeah, what you're saying is remember that you're already in the room.
0: You're already okay. in the room.
1: If you feel like like being an author is like a room that the door is locked for you, that's a mindset you need to shift because you are in the room.
0: You're here. You, you're here. You're yeah. here. It's happening. Yeah. So Now That doesn't peer. mean you have to be like, I'm here. I got your next best selling book right here in my <laughs> truck in my car, ready to that's another like that's the other side of it, right? That's the but I feel like that always com- that always comes from an underlying belief that you don't really belong. Like
1: yeah. yeah.
0: That sort of so anything, over
1: overcompensating. Uh, yeah. Right,
0: overcompensating. So so,
1: so the yeah. practical
0: step for you to take is to identify what you, one thing, one thing, one thing you are going to measure. That's not book sales. And Amy Kelly, I think a really great tutorial for you to do is how to go to see the insights. I was just thinking that.
1: Because people may not
0: know how to go see.
1: Yeah. You can. I will will put that together and have it on my YouTube, which is the ish girl. Yeah. Because you can.
0: So identify yeah. what you're going to measure, and then you're going to identify how to do it in a way that doesn't, isn't super overwhelming. So people, what I'm saying is do not say to yourself, and I'm so guilty of this. So do not build a whole spreadsheet that says, <laughs> I'm going to grow. I may have actually done this. I'm going to grow by X percent, and I'm going to check in every day, and I'm going to buh, no, no you're going to say, I want to increase my likes. Let's say likes, let's pick likes as a good example.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I want to increase my likes by 5% in a month.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Let's say. Well, and I think, I think even taking a, a you know, a step back from that, I think that you can just look at what has your engagement been already. So you Mm -hmm. look at, um, for instance, on reels, you can look at how many people have watched it. And then you can take the number of people who've liked it and do the math on that to see what percentage you have going. So, and I would say just just to give you an idea, I would say even just like 20, 25%, that's really good and amazing. And that's That's huge huge. and amazing. So even like, if you're starting at 5%, 10%, whatever, like, or zero, right? Like just, you just want the number. It's not like you're trying to hit an exact number. You just want it to increase. But I
0: think as you sort of start, if you know that you're measuring okay, I'm going to try to grow my likes. It's a little bit that, um, what's that business saying? You, you manage what you monitor.
1: Right, what you pay so attention you to grows. So
0: you want to start increasing likes. The only reason I suggest setting some kind of a number is, and this is very much my brain, the part of my brain that would be like, well, I got seven likes on that one. I got five likes on that one. So that's growth. And it's like well yeah but that's, that's pretty close like um but the thing about your social media guys that's so interesting to look at is when you start to say like oh I'm going to try to do more of whatever is getting likes and or to look at what do I like you can go and look you can look and see what mm. you have liked right So if you can look at what you have liked, you might say like, oh, I might want to make something like this.
1: Right. And, and the other thing to remember is as you're, as you're making things kind of, if you think about your customer's journey, whether they're just getting to know you or looking at your books or loyal followers, like those are three very distinct areas. And so you want your posts to be hitting all of those people. Well, again, we'll do an episode on this where we really kind of break that down, but you're looking for different things to measure for each of those. So if it's somebody who's new to you and, and maybe you're new and you're trying to build your audience, then really what you're looking for is reach on your post, So you want to get it in front of as many people as possible, which again, you don't have control over. That's the algorithm other than you're going and interacting with people. So the Mm -hmm. thing you can control for that is who are you going and interacting with? Um, how much time are you kind of spending, um, giving to other people what you want, right? Right. So that's, that's a lot of how social media works as well. Like if you want likes, you got to give likes. And then, um, And then, really looking at maybe if you have a website, you know, how often are they clicking, like on Instagram, the link in your bio and, you know, those kinds of things. And, right. And I, and,
0: and the thing that I feel like is really important, depending on where you are on your author journey we were talking about this and this might make you feel like you have steam coming out of your ears. You're like, Oh my God, <laughs> I can never do this. And I'm just going to tell you, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can, you totally can baby step it. Do not spend 12 hours on this. Do not treat. No, no, this, this always comes secondarily to the writing. It always comes after the writing. I think because otherwise, hey, oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Well, and let me just, I'm going to do a shameless self-promotion here, I actually have a free, um, workshop that I'm offering right right now. So if you go to my Instagram bio at accomplished authors, then you can sign up. I give it like once a month, every month. And, um, if you're in the Dallas area, I actually do one in person and it's really just a a really solid overview of how to get started and things to look at. And so if you're a ground zero, or even if you've been doing for it for a little bit and want you know, a little more, to go a little bit deeper, come hang out with me and I will walk through it. So
0: I do have one yeah. other thing to say about likes before we go to our uh,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah books.
0: One thing about like, and this is, this is the other thing is if you're managing, okay. I get the most things I get likes on is, uh, you know, cute pictures of my kids when they were small. That is not related to, because my Instagram is overlapping. I didn't, start a new author Instagram. So it's people that know me in real life. Like, no, those aren't the likes I'm chasing. Don't just post more.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Like I want likes on my book related content. Content, Of course, my kid's prom picture got a lot of like, that's not. Yeah. So that's, that's the other piece is like, don't get, don't become so locked in that you're just like, oh, I'm just, I'm just pursuing likes. No, it's all within the service of building people that are excited about your books, your, yes,
1: your ideal reader, reader, your Who's ideal a reader, reader, who may and, not know you in real life. Yeah, exactly. And probably doesn't. In fact,
0: um, okay. So that's our time almost, uh, okay. um, I'm going to start with a book that, changing or did change my life. And in this case, it's not a book. It's a movie on the airplane. I watched again, the Greta with Little Women <laughs> uh, while also reading the screenplay, which for writers, you guys, you can download tons of screenplays. They're all yeah, over the internet.
1: I love so, it.
0: Active reading the screen. And I also watched Four Weddings and a Funeral because uh, it was a long flight. And while reading oh, oh the gosh. screenplay. And, I haven't seen
1: that in forever.
0: Yeah, it was on the airplane. Um, both things had me absolutely bawling number one i'm sure the people around me were like what is wrong with her but uh second of all both things i think really to me were just so much about like there's that great scene where um joe just says to her mother, like, I why am I like this? Like, I just uh, it makes me know. want to cry
1: just talking and, about uh, it. Like just the depths says, of I've despair. Been
0: angry every day of my life. And I just feel like that, that there's this picture. And I was reading something they're saying, Greta Garwick's movie, that's in the book. Greta Garwick's movie is the first movie that put it in there. It's the first movie that had Marmy say, I've been angry every day of my life. I'm like, that's a mixture of real woman. Yeah she's not as cut she's not based it's like she's based on a real person she's based on you know louisa may alcock's mother who was not a cardboard cutout who just provided cookies she was a real woman doing the best she can so i just felt like for me of such an inspiration about why we do what we do That something that was written however many years ago 100 and something managed to reach out grab my heart make me cry on a plane so yeah Anyway, what about you?
1: Okay. Um, again, with the romance novel, but I actually read, um, I was looking it up while you were talking romantic comedy. It's by Curtis Sitterfield. I think Sittenfeld, that's Sittenfeld. Sittenfeld. Thank you. So Curtis Sittenfeld, and it was super interesting. I was definitely drawn in. I did put it down after, you know, probably <laughs> I did put it down and like, the 25, 30% mark, because I really felt like she was an unlikable character, the main character. I did not, i like, I just, she was cringy and I did not relate to her in a lot of ways, but then it definitely got better. So it was, it was good. Again, yeah. you know, you were talking about in our last episode, like y- you only are able to kind of see the, the author pieces, like the structure pieces, if there are seams, I kind of feel like they, maybe there were some seams there. I haven't quite mm-hmm. identified them yet, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was really interesting and good. And the whole premise, which is basically, it was like a whole Saturday night live type show that this lady was writing on. And she wanted to do a sketch about how really dorky guys end up with beautiful movie star model esque women, and why doesn't that happen in reverse? And then it happens in reverse with her and a pop, you know, pop singer. So I don't know. I I'm still pondering, like, oh, what do I, what do I think about that? Like, yeah. And yeah. it had a very feminist slant. So yeah.
0: So, well, yeah. she historically hasn't written. She's um. She wrote a book I love years ago called Prep, which was her first book. Okay, um, which is about a girl in prep school. Prep school. I, I remember yeah. reading it and being like, "Whoa!" Because she was such um the character was. I always felt like, as a at that age, especially in college, like, what would be the point of me writing? Because who cares about a girl like me? And uh-huh. not that I went to prep school, but when I read Prep, I was like, "Oh, this she's just a girl. She's just like an and I really like that, but her." Her career since then has been a really interesting sort of yeah you know, moving around so anyway yeah a little bit so of writer inside football.
1: yeah it was it was really interesting so yeah right. oh, oh, Sorry. one more and then i also read a lot of bartlett's um what is it quotations, quotations. yeah yeah I to look for bartlett's i'm trying quotations. to get i have do not have a working title for my work in progress and so i was trying to find something clever yeah. So, I love yeah. that. All right. Oh, we have a Patreon. A Patreon. A <laughs> Patreon. So, you can link to it directly underneath wherever you have played your podcast. So, right. we would love your support. Exactly. Thanks so much. Join us. All right.
0: Okay. Bye, friends. Bye.
1: Thanks for hanging out. Thanks so much for being with us today. We love our people and we want to get to know you better. So email us at questions at timetorightpodcast.com to have your questions considered for the show. You can also suggest topics by emailing us there. Also drop us a review on Apple Podcasts. Not only will it thrill us. Seriously, we read everyone. It also helps others find the show.
0: We're driven by sharing stories and your review helps us do that.
1: Just remember your stories matter and we're rooting for you to find time to write. Even if it's only five minutes. Five minutes, you can do it. You can do it.